Welcome to My Soul Dog Podcast with me, your host, Stephanie Nillis. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I don't like to cook, but I do love my dogs. So sit right there while we discuss all things dog training, hydrotherapy, tips, tricks, and everything in between. Welcome back and thank you for joining me. And if you didn't know or hear me shouting from the rooftops, I have a brand new puppy, a white boxer puppy named Elspeth. So I've been a busy, busy bee doing all things puppy. And although I know that when we get a puppy, we just want to cuddle with it and snuggle and we want to play and we're taking a thousand photos of them and we are showing all of our friends and just absolutely head over heels in love with our new babies and just so excited with how cute they are. Time is of the essence. Time. We are on a limited time schedule, so we cannot waste time by just snapping photos. There is work to be done. And yes, there's work to be done right when you bring your baby home at eight weeks. I brought Elspeth home at 10 weeks, so I needed to get started right away. And it really does depend also on what kind of work your breeder did before you brought your baby home or the family did that you got the dog from what they did before you brought the dog home. So it really does make a difference with how much work you need to do. But you have until 20 weeks of age to get all your socialization out of the way. So what does that mean? What it means is, is that we want your puppy to really like men with beards, men with hats on, women who are carrying bags. We want them to be good with other dogs. We don't want them to be fearful of fireworks, babies crying, construction sounds, gunfire, um, fireworks, thunderstorms. So we want to make sure that we're building this bomb-proof puppy. We want them to be good with also tactile things. Are they good on carpet? Are they good on tile? Are they good on hardwood linoleum? Can they go through doors at like uh, Home Depot that those automatic doors that come open? Are they good around other animals like birds or hamsters, goats, pigs, horses, cows? We want to make sure that when they encounter these things in their lifetime, they're not going to be fearful of them. Now, some of these things might be things that you don't have yourself. I just put a post up on Facebook here recently about um, I was working with Elspeth on a baby crying, that sound, and to not be alarmed by that. Now, I do not have a baby. I don't plan on having babies, and I'm usually not around babies. But I'm not sure if Elspeth is going to be around a crying baby. Maybe we take her on vacation somewhere and we're out at a outdoor coffee place and there's a baby that's crying. I don't want her to be alarmed or fearful of that because I didn't do my job when she was very, very young. So I was acclimating her to the sound of a baby crying. And her little brain in in this window of time before 20 weeks of age is 
forming. She is connecting these neural pathways. Um, I like to think of it as she's creating the pair of glasses that she's going to wear. Of, and she's going to look through these eyeglasses of how she sees the world. And I want her to see things crystal clear. I want her to be very, very confident. She can explore and not be worried about that. She and now this is also different from a dog being startled. It's the recovery time because I even get scared sometimes. So it's not that if something all of a sudden happens that my dog won't jump and go, whoa, what was that? It's that they go, oh, it's that thing. No big deal. Instead of the tuck and run, that fear flight, fight kind of mentality. That's what I'm trying to avoid. But we all get startled sometimes. That's not a big deal. But I don't want them to tuck and run because I didn't do my job when she was little. So we have this timeline and a lot of people will come to my puppy classes and I'm really trying to drive it home that we need to do lots of socialization. Yes, we need to get them around other dogs that are vaccinated and also healthy. And by healthy, I mean not only physically, but also mentally. So Elspeth is only being around dogs who are going to show her really good behavior and model that for her. Um, but she is not fully vaccinated. She has age-appropriate vaccines, but she's not fully vaccinated. I keep her away from feces of dogs that I don't know. Um, I keep her off grasses, grassy areas that I don't know because Parvo is going to live in that feces of dogs who carry Parvo. So I do not expose her to feces of unknown dogs, but I do have her play with other dogs that are fully vaccinated and healthy. And I'm going to be doing lots of this. She is going on 11 weeks now. And so I've got nine weeks to go before I hit that 20-week mark. I've got so much to do. I've got to get her around my hair dryer. We're going to be taking a bath. I'm going to be trimming nails. I'm going to be doing all sorts of things with her. And a lot of people, as I mentioned, will take my puppy class. And as I'm driving these points home, they end the puppy class. And what happens is, is people go, yep, I took a puppy class and I'm all done. Oh, if only, if only it were that easy that you take a puppy class and you're all done. That is so far from the truth. You are just getting started, my friend. Just getting started. There is so much more work to be done. And did you know that there is another fear period that your puppy will go through? I even know puppies that I started out, they were born with me here at, they were rescue, I don't breed, but they were rescue puppies. And I did all sorts of stuff with them, sound sensitivity, I did so much enrichment. And believe it or not, they went into their homes and not all of them are doing well. They have some hiccups. They're scared of some things. Why? Because the owners did not continue to reinforce scary things as they were going through their second fear period. They have two. 
We only usually think about it when they're babies, but we do not think about it when they are older. And we've got to get through that second fear period. So, because a lot of people will say, I don't know what happened. I started my puppy. We went to puppy prep class. We did all the things. And now my dog is scared of fill in the blank. I say, yep because you did not continue through the second fear period. Now, when is that fear period? Well, that is not going to be the same for every dog. You don't know exactly when that fear period is going to land. Now, what we do know is that that fear period is going to start somewhere within the six-month range, and it can be anywhere up to the 14-month range. Usually, the fear period is only lasting two to three weeks long, but you don't know when between that six-month and 14-month range your puppy is going to experience it. So really, the socialization of your puppy is going to go all the way to 14 months just to be on the safe side. So I am carrying food with me constantly, constantly reinforcing things. I don't know when there's going to be a time when a car backfires. I can't predict it. But if I always have food on me, then I know when that car backfires and Elspeth goes, oh my gosh, what was that? I go, yay, here's a snack, here's a snack, here's a treat, get the cookie, get the cookies, yay. And she goes, oh my goodness, car backfiring means cookies? I don't mind when a car backfires. It's not scary, it just startled me, but I can recover. Recovery is huge. And so a good rule of thumb, I always tell my students this, if you do your laundry and you open up, let's say, okay, so the um, the washer or the dryer could be either one and you, if the cycle's already run and you open up the door and pieces of kibble or treat fall out the door, I am sitting on your shoulder, just absolutely clapping for you. You did it. You're a freaking rock star. You were carrying treats with you everywhere, so much so that you now start washing them in your washing machine. Because you are there to catch any good behavior that your dog is doing. You're there for any recovery of anything scary to pair it with something good. And food is easy to keep in your pocket. I know a lot of people out there are really adverse to it. But it is one of the pleasurable things in a dog's life. I do not expect them to just handle it. I would never expect a four-year-old child to just handle it. No, there needs to be a reward system. And so you washing your clothes and finding treats in your in your washing machine or your dryer, I am absolutely celebrating you because you are doing what's best by your puppy. You are always prepared to catch the good things when they happen. You are always there to pair 
the scary thing with something pleasurable. And just because they are in an adult body, because when they get to about 14 months, they're really starting to fill out. Now, granted, some dogs can take up to two years before they're really all the, you know, all the way filled out. But generally at the 14 month range, we're looking at them going, oh, you're an adult now. You know, you quote unquote should behave. When they're really still developing at that time. So we need to be on the ready. We need to be prepared. We need to have food in our pockets. And I like I use kibble. I'm not going to lie. I use kibble all the time. I'm using it with Elspeth. Any kind of training we do, I train during her meal time. So she thinks her kibble is a treat. And I also then we'll put kibble in my pocket and I save any of the really good stuff if we were going to be doing something really, really hard. But even Annika, who's my other dog and I've started to this day, I can still carry kibble in my pocket and she thinks that's the bee's knees. So you don't need to be fancy, but you do need to be prepared. So that is a little tip. Remember, there's two fear periods you need to be reinforcing and have food in your pocket all the way up till 14 months of age. So that way you can avoid adult dogs who are fearful of all kinds of things, whether it be dogs to sounds to going in through a door. I've had dogs who are scared they won't go outside their door, like to their backyard. They have to go out the garage through the gate and into the backyard because at some point something happened and that dog went, nope, I'm not going through that door anymore. And the parents were not there to help with the recovery of whatever startled them. So we need to be helping our puppies. Even in these adult dog bodies, we still need to look at them as their brains are still making connections and we need to get them through that next fear period. So I hope you found this helpful and I hope that maybe, just maybe, you it'll either help your puppy that you're getting or have gotten or you can tell a friend who's gotten a puppy and share this podcast with them so they can avoid any of the pitfalls of raising a puppy. I'll see you next time. Take care.